At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, presented by Santa. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Hornets. Rob Longo with you today after Charlotte's thrilling 115-107 win in Denver last night, snapping a three-game skid and getting back to 500 on the season. We'll break this one down because there is a lot to talk about after this one, as well as hand out our top performances because there were a lot of those as well. Plus, the G League showcase wrapped up out in Las Vegas. Vegas the other day, so we'll recap that for you as well as what this means for the Hornets as there were plenty of first and second year players for Charlotte that were transferred to Greensboro to get some work in there out in Las Vegas and I say we because I'm joined today by the manager of social media here with the Hornets, Diana Biffle. Diana, thanks again for joining me once again here on the HHC. The last time you were on here, it was a Silver Linings edition, but today you provided some good fortune for the Hornets. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and recap this one as the Hornets wrapped up their six-game Western Conference road swing last night in Denver. The Hornets got off to a much better start, leading after the first quarter by a score of 27-26. to Charlotte led by as many as 11 in the first frame, mostly thanks to Miles Bridges. Jokic in transition. No one stopped him yet. Now ball picks the pass off from behind, lobs it up the floor. Here comes Terry Rozier. He'll lob it off the backboard for Miles Bridges. How do you like that? A two-handed Dr. Pepper Duncan. That is definitely the full two leaders. The Nuggets finished the first quarter on a 17-7 run, however, and that momentum carried into the second quarter for Denver as well. The Nuggets went 7-13 from beyond the arc in the quarter, shot 55% from the floor, and had a 25-9 run in the stanza. On the other side, Charlotte shot just 31% from the field in the quarter and was 3-15 from three. The third quarter was much of the same, though, for Charlotte, unfortunately, as Denver stayed hot and the Hornets stayed cold. The Nuggets built up a 17-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and then the Hornets really woke up. Charlotte started with a 9-2 spurt to start the fourth quarter, thanks to this time by Kelly Oubre. Hands it off to Oubre. Let's the three ball go. He's hit, and he knocks down the triple plus the foul. Kelly Oubre Jr. blows a kiss from his backside. Hornets were down 14. They got a chance to make it a 10-point game on one possession. And Oubre was able to complete the four-point play to cut the deficit to single digits, and then the Hornets unloaded on a 32-7 run, taking the lead for the first time since the second quarter. Wraparound pass-ish, one more pass, swing it all the way around the horn. Oubre in the corner, won't fire the three. Back to P.J. He'll try from the wing. That's good! P.J. Washington! A double-figure performance all in the 
second half, or at least for the most part in the second half, that bucket the biggest amongst them. And Denver forced a call for time. James Borrego went with the hot hands throughout the entire quarter, keeping LaMelo Ball on the bench and going with Ish Smith, who hit one of the biggest three-pointers of the year late to seal the win. Jokic trying to penetrate. Backs his way in. And it's stripped out of his hands. Ish Smith's got the steal. Hornets have the rock and a three-point lead with under 50 seconds to play. What a job by Ish Smith. Terry Rozier on the logo to his right. Slips the pass to P.J. Catch and shoot. No, he'll pass to the corner. Ish Smith, corner three. You gotta believe it. Ish Smith, biggest three of the season. Oh, what a play. P.J., another epic assist. The Hornets are up six. Charlotte improves to 17-17 on the season with a 115-107 win in Denver last night, the first win in the Mile High City for Buzz City since March 4th of 2017 as the Hornets finally get to come home after nearly two weeks on the road to enjoy the Christmas holiday and finally play at home on Monday for the first time in 17 days. But, Diana, that seems like years away right now as we still have plenty to talk about after last night's game. Let's hear your initial takeaways because I'm sure they have to do with possibly a thrilling fourth quarter. Yes, you are completely correct. I think not only just a thrilling fourth quarter, but also the emotional roller coaster that was that game. <laughs> I think going into it, I know I was feeling pretty confident, you know, okay, we've got our groove back. We've had a couple games to get um, our players who were out of health and safety protocols back into the rhythm. So I was feeling pretty good about it. And then my hope kind of waned throughout the game just thinking okay maybe you know maybe it's just not our night and I think the moment that I started to think that we turned things around in the fourth quarter so just a lot of back and forth I'm sure we're not the only one who had that roller coaster of emotions but so exciting to see our bench bring the energy that they did and really turn this thing around. You're definitely not the only one that felt that way because I certainly did as well. I had this all teed up for a Silver Linings edition. I even said it at the end of our broadcast yesterday when Sam Farber and I were kind of wrapping things up. But lo and behold, you never know. Any given day in the NBA, that's for sure. And of course, you know, with the way that the Hornets luck has gone this season, certainly we'll take a win where we can get it. James Borrego, after the game yesterday, talked about the bench and how he just kind of rode the hot hand a little bit as well. Well, you know, obviously they, they got this win done, as you said, and uh, they played with great passion, energy, and it really started on the defensive end. you got to give Ish a ton of credit. When we put him in, we were down 17, and the game turned instantly. You know, he started to, to drive and kick. His defense was fantastic. He was a huge part of that start. I thought Kelly was major there as well. I think he had a couple steals, got out, got to the rim, made some threes. He started to build, in, you know, you know, to cut into that lead himself. And then P.J. was fantastic as well. You know, made big shots, made big plays. His defense was fantastic against Jokic. He played him straight up at times. We doubled at times. But I just saw an aggressive team. And I got to give Jalen a lot of credit there. You know, Jalen was fantastic. The, the playmaking, obviously the shots and the dunks. But his defense was impactful tonight. So, you know, just a great way to close out this, this road trip. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Diana, when you take a look at the final five that were out on the floor to end the game, Terry Rozier. Kelly Oubre, Jalen McDaniels, P.J. Washington, and Ish Smith. Just one starter out there for the Hornets. I definitely did not have that on my bingo card heading into this one, but just a remarkable effort. Of course, we'll get into Ish Smith just a little bit later here in our next segment because, of course, he was definitely one of our top performers. But in general, it just shows how much depth this team has in general that you can put four bench players out there to finish the game and the Hornets are still able to pick up a win. Absolutely. I think it certainly speaks to our depth and it also speaks to JB and his feel for 
this game and this team, his ability to know, okay, we're going to keep these bench players out here, even when probably a lot of coaches, a lot of people would not choose to do so in such a close game, I think is really outstanding and something that maybe people don't talk enough about is is JP's decision-making late in games is really phenomenal. And that's something that James Borrego talked about yesterday is it's not really an indictment on what the starters weren't able to do. He was just going with his gut feeling. That's right. I mean, it's just a feel thing. I thought that group deserved to finish the the game out. Um, They looked fresh enough to me, you know, and we were making good decisions. Ish had run, run, uh, I think he ran a pretty good chunk there, but uh, they were they were ready and capable of finishing that game. Obviously, if we had gone to the bench, those guys would have been ready too. It's not a lack of trust in the bench that was there. I just thought this this group deserved to finish out this game. The Hornets finished the game on a 10-2 run. They outscored Denver 38-13 in the fourth quarter to win it 115-107. Denver in that fourth quarter shot just 19% from the floor, went 0-9 of from beyond the arc. The Hornets on the other side, 55% from the field and 7-12 of from three-point land. And of course, Kelly Oubre was your leading scorer for the Purple and Teal, 23 points. Nikola Jokic had a big monster game on the other side for the Nuggets. He finishes with 29 points and 21 rebounds, but he was also 13-30. of from the floor and Diana there were a couple instances where we heard some people talk about the defense tonight and I thought that PJ Washington did a really good job especially there in the fourth quarter just trying to keep Jokic in check I know it was a team effort they were able to double him a couple of times but anytime you look at the box score and you would say oh wow Nikola Jokic former MVP got 29 points and 20 rebounds and five assists the Hornets are probably in trouble but then you take a little bit of a closer look and seeing 13 to 34 from the floor well that's not really going to get it done no not at all I think you're totally right PJ deserves all the kudos in the world for his defense on Jokic. I think it's very intimidating probably for any player to defend Jokic. And he put everything out there on the floor. I think what's really cool is I've seen over time, PJ has really been our go-to guy to defend these kinds of players and he doesn't disappoint. Definitely agree. We saw it, especially at the home opener, the season opener against Indiana, where P.J. Washington came off the bench, hit a clutch two foul shots to give the Hornets the lead and then have a really good defensive play on Damanis Sabonis, who is always a very talented player as well for the Indiana Pacers. Definitely some vibes in this one from the beginning of the season where Ish Smith had a really good game in Brooklyn as well after not playing a while, but we will get into that in our next segment as the Hornets win at 115-107. to 107. We have a lot of top performers. It's going to be hard to just pick two, but we're going to do the best it can with that. We'll talk about that next right here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Longo and Diana Biffle of Hornet Social Media with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of your Charlotte Hornets. A 115 
107 win for the Hornets. Finally, Charlotte able to snap a three-game skid on the end of a six-game road trip that lasted a little bit over two weeks, really, out on the West Coast, going through the Central Time Zone, the Mountain Time Zone, the Pacific Time Zone, just every time zone except for the East for the most part. So the Hornets finally able to get back home here in a couple of days, but picking up a big, big win on the road last night in the Mile High City. Diana, as our guest of honor, I will allow you to go first and pick your top performer from last night. I've got to pick the hometown guy, Ish Smith. I think Ish certainly deserves this because he is always ready. He doesn't get the minutes that a lot of our players get, but he knows that at any point his name could be called and he's always ready. He comes in with unbelievable energy and effort and it elevates the effort of the rest of the team every single time. And I think last night's performance was a fantastic example of this. He came out there, he brought the energy, he made a big shot and really just kept this game in our hands in that fourth quarter. Ish Smith finishes last night with only nine points, but he also played 15 minutes, was three of six from the floor. He is a career 32% three-point shooter. He hit one yesterday. He took one yesterday and he hit it, and that was probably the biggest one that you heard in our previous segment. Also had four assists out there as well. This is where it really impresses me with what Ish did yesterday. Plus minus can be sometimes a misleading stat just based off of you know, who you're on the floor with, when the other team is making a run, what have you, all of that stuff. But this, I don't think lies. Ish last night was a plus 27 while he was on the floor. And again, he only played 15 minutes. That is just a remarkable number that I haven't seen in quite a long time in such few minutes that somebody has played. So I am just, I completely agree with you, Diana, that Ish definitely is worthy of a top performer. I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit with mine as well. There were a couple of people to go with here. I mean, of course, you had Kelly Oubre with a game high. You had Miles Bridges, who brought a lot of energy. He had 16 points as well. But I am going to go with Jalen McDaniels. Jokic collecting in the post. Jokic spins baseline. Goes up, and it's blocked and ripped away by McDaniels. Throws it off of Jokic and saves it. It's Hornets ball. What a stop. Three Hornets converge on the reigning MVP. They take it away, and the McDaniels, the presence of mind to save it off the Joker. That wasn't the only thing that Jalen McDaniels did yesterday. He comes off the bench, plays 28 minutes, 6 of 13 from the field. He did go over 4 from beyond the arc. However, a plus 13 in the plus minus, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. He was everywhere last night as well. I thought Diana, especially in that first half and that second quarter, he was able to provide a lot of energy, had some really highlighting dunks that I'm sure got a lot of play on social media as well as, of course, Miles Bridges had one as well. But we can pencil that in for almost every game. But I thought Jalen McDaniels just did a great job last night providing that energy off the bench that the Hornets really needed and really sparked him down the stretch as well, being one of those guys out there at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. He was incredible. I think the leap that Jalen has made this season is something, again, a lot of people should be talking about and are not. And I know we're going to get into the swarm soon in our development, but he has just been surprising me. And I think a lot of people, game after game, he came out, had poster after poster um, last night. But also, as JB mentioned, 
was really, really strong defensively as well. Jalen McDaniels, another top performer in last night's victory, a 115-107 to win for the Hornets. And Diana, as the manager of social media, I'll put you on the spot here a little bit right before we go to break. But as the game was unfolding yesterday, of course, it was kind of a wave of emotions, a good first quarter, some highlight dunks there in the second quarter, and then, of course, that great comeback in the fourth quarter as well. What was some of the top moments, at least social media-wise, that really got people talking? You can always count on a lot of conversation around big dunks so between the miles dunk and several Jalen McDaniels dunks those were really our top moments and then towards the end these aren't so much highlights but just the excitement around what was going on in that fourth quarter towards the very end so not one play but really just oh my gosh what is happening pj washington's on fire is smith is bringing in and killing bringing energy in and killing it so we have a lot of fun with that we have this clip from another piece of content we created where kelly is saying ish's name he says is she my guy and we posted that as soon as ish started doing his thing so that was a whole lot of fun and of course we got we got use of the pj washington counting one two three gifts that we like to use whenever possible we were definitely able to use that on social media a couple of times yesterday as pj washington goes three for four from beyond yuck five of six from the floor as well very efficient a plus 12 and a couple of big three pointers down the stretch as he finishes with 13 points coming off the bench and the hornets improved to 17 and 17 now on the season with a 115 107 win in denver well we didn't get to it at last couple of days because we've been jam-packed with Hornets coverage, but the G League showcase took place out in Las Vegas over the past week. We'll go ahead and recap that for you a little bit because there were some notable Hornets on the roster getting some extra work in out in Las Vegas. We'll take a look at all that next right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Rob Longo and Diana Biffle, the manager of social media here at the Hornets, with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast after last night's 115-107 win for the Hornets over the Denver Nuggets. And Diana, over the past week, there's been a couple of games out in Las Vegas. The G League had its mid-season showcase out there. The Greensboro Swarm played two games out in Las Vegas. The first one came back on Monday. It was a 122 to 118 win for the Swarm over the Memphis Hustle. Some really notable performances by Arnaldus Kabolka, who went for 28 points in that game. He was 9 of 11 from the field, including 7 of 9 from beyond the arc. He also finished with 9 rebounds as well. And Kai Jones had 9 points in that game as well. He was one of the other players that was on assignment for the Hornets. JT Thor didn't play a whole lot, but he was still able to get some extra work in there as well. And then we fast forward to to the following day as the Hornets fall to the Iowa Wolves 113 to 101 in the second game of the showcase but still some pretty good performances especially Kai Jones getting an extended run in that second game 11 points 
in that one, two-way player Scotty Lewis had eight points, was an efficient four of nine from the floor, and Arnaldis Kabulka in double digits again with 14 points in that one as well. And Diana, you kind of mentioned it and alluded to it in our previous segment about Jalen McDaniels and the development that he had in Greensboro and just taking that extra leap and being now a very reliable bench player and even sometimes getting called upon in the starting lineup we've seen the last year or two based off of injuries, health and safety protocols, whatever it is. But just wanted to get your thoughts on this feeder system and what the future looks like for the Hornets because not only did we see them you know, in the showcase here the past couple of days out in Las Vegas, they've been up and down the last couple of weeks with the Greensboro Swarm, but more importantly with all of those health and safety protocols, which seemed like it was forever ago, but it was really just towards the beginning of this West Coast swing, you know, a lot of these young guys were able to step up, but you know, it just doesn't surprise us, or at least it shouldn't surprise us that we see what they're able to do out in Las Vegas in the showcase as well. No, not at all. Our developmental philosophy is remarkable from everything that I've seen in comparison to a lot of other teams. We use our G League team in a really efficient, smart way where JB and Coach Camp are really on the same page. Coach Camp really emphasizes to those players that this isn't a results-driven team, right? This is process-driven. That's, that's the verbiage he uses, and I think that's huge because it keeps the players – motivated it reminds them okay it's okay if we're losing this game this is about the long game right this is about getting on that big league squad and every single rep i get here with the swarm is going to move me closer to that goal and as long as there's buy-in there we'll continue to see these players develop the way jalen mcdaniels has the way cody martin has it's really a really awesome system we've got going. With that said, Diana, you've been around the Hornets, of course, for a couple of seasons now, and you kind of mentioned it as well as, you know, there's a lot of other teams out in the NBA that don't really quite have the affiliation that they do with their G League team. I mean, a lot of times it's just, okay, we'll sign these guys to two-way deals and we'll stash them in our G League affiliate, and if we have injuries or if they start playing well, then we'll call them up. To me, it seems like the relationship between Greensboro and Charlotte is much, much more than that. I mean, again, you're only about what hour hour 15 minutes away from each other you can have players drive up on off days to get some extra reps in practice if they really need to there's just so many possibilities with this G League team what have you been able to see you kind of mentioned it but what have you been able to see over the last couple of years with this development program especially in comparison when you maybe look around to other G League teams and other NBA teams in the association and they don't really seem to have that kind of feeder or development program in place it's just basically okay we're going to draft the best guy that we have and we hope he develops into something because because we don't really have that time to get him in a G League to get all those reps in and develop into the player that he can possibly be. Right. I think a few things that are worth noting are, one, schemes that we have going here with the Hornets is also what JB is communicating to the coaching team in the Swarm, so that the players don't come here and are just surprised or shocked and don't know how to, to manage our coaching style here in Charlotte. So, I think that's one thing that's really notable that I, I can't know for sure, but I feel like probably a lot of teams may not do is have, hey, this is what we're working on here in Charlotte. Make sure that the team there in, in Greensboro is working on the same things. I think that's really notable. I also think the mentality just for our culture is that going to the swarm is not a punishment. And I think that that is also something that's really important that, Players don't see it as, oh, I got 
you know, called down to Greensboro, so that means I did something wrong or that I'm not doing a good job. It's, hey, no, this is an opportunity for you to play and get better. And as long as our coaches and our ownership, our management continues to frame it that way, I think the players will continue to see it that way and see it as, hey, this is an opportunity. And that's what's happened, and we've seen incredible results from it. The future is definitely bright in Charlotte. Of course, it is just as bright in Greensboro as well as some of the players. You know, of course, taxi back and forth and are able to just continue that great lineage of development that the Hornets have been able to really build between the G League and the NBA here the last couple of seasons as well. That'll put a button on this one, this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Diana Biffle, the manager of Hornets Social Media, thank you once again for jumping on today's edition of the HHC, and we finally got you back on a winning note. Yes, I love it. Let's keep it going. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. Even though tomorrow is Christmas, we will have a very special edition of the Hornets Hivecast for you tomorrow. My Myself, Sam Farber, and Sam Purley will have you set for that one. It's a good one. I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty good one. Make sure, you know, if you're heading to Grandma's house, if you're traveling out and about, or even if you're just waiting for the Christmas ham to finish cooking in the oven, definitely tune into the one tomorrow because you will definitely not regret it. So for Diana Biffle, I'm Rob Longo. Once again, saying thank you so much for tuning into today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, and we will see you right here tomorrow on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.